This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well... I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. This is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is May 23rd and I've got a great clip to play you. But before we get to that, quickly to say that if you haven't yet, please do check out yesterday's big interview show, episode 91, featuring an interview with the brilliant guitar player Joel Hoekstra. He's in Whitesnake, been in it for years. He's also played with Night Ranger and worked with so many other legends as well. The list is almost endless. So please do go back and check out yesterday's big episode 91 with Joel Hoekstra. But for May 23rd, then, we start on this day in 1979 when Tom Petty proved that he won't back down. He filed for bankruptcy in an attempt to stop his contract being transferred to MCA Records. Originally, Petty and the Heartbreakers had signed with Shelter Records, with Tom signing away his publishing for $10,000. But Shelter was sold to MCA, but Petty refused to go along with it. A legal impasse followed, with both record labels suing him for breach of contract. So he took his last option and filed for bankruptcy. It worked as all parties got round the table and Tom agreed a deal with MCA subsidiary Backstreet Records, with whom he released the album Damn the Torpedoes. On this day in 1970, the Grateful Dead played outside of North America for the very first time. They came to England and performed a four-hour set with Mungo Jerry and Steppenwolf also on the same bill. And also on the same day, despite having no recognisable singles, Paul McCartney's back-to-basic solo album, McCartney, went to number one in America. And it was on this day in 1934 that we remember Dr. Robert Moog. He was born the engineer and inventor of the Moog synthesizer, of course. But for today's main show, we're going to focus on a classic album released on this day. Yes, on this day in 1969, The Who released their famous rock opera Tommy in the UK. 
the lavish concept album about a deaf, dumb and blind kid, spread across two LPs and unusually for a British act, came out a week earlier in the States. The record becomes a critical and commercial success, sold more than 20 million copies worldwide. The lead single Pinball Wizard was a big hit in the UK, reaching number four, and there was a movie made from the concept by Ken Russell and released in 1975 as well. Now I'm going to play a fun little clip from a man that you heard just a couple of days ago, Steve Boltz Bolton. I interviewed him on episode 69, and this is one of my favourite stories. He was personally asked to join The Who by Pete Townsend, and here he talks about a little run-in while practising the album Tommy in the studio. So I picked up the phone, my landline, and this voice went, he said, Boltz. I said, yeah, he said, it's Pete Townsend here. I went, yeah, right. (laughs) He said, no, no, he is. Don't hang up. He said, listen, I've got a question for you. Will you play lead guitar for The Who? <laughs> I said, excuse me? I said, you know, aren't you? He said, yeah, but I've got a hearing problem. And there's only two people in the whole world that ask this question. One's you and the other's uh, Joe Walsh. And quick as a flash, I said, we well, can't have Joe Walsh, can he? He's American. He said, yeah, I suppose you're right. So he asked me to go around to his studio in, in, um, in southwest London. So I went around there, played a quick play, I played him some stuff. And he said, great. And so before I knew it, I was driving every day with boxes of cassettes that they sent me. Because you got to remember, this is before the internet. <laughs> yep. We'll see. So boxes of cassettes. And my Who knowledge was like the, the first album, Who's Next? A bit of quadrophenia. Then after that, I had no knowledge. You know, I'd sort of like, so I had to learn like about 110 songs. Yeah. One of which was the whole of Tommy, you know. And I had charts all over the floor and everything. So, but it was, and also on top of that, Pete Townsend said to me, he said, listen, he said, I'm not going to be there for the first four weeks of rehearsal. Neither's Pete, neither's Roger. So they got a musical director in who didn't like me. He, d- he wanted his friend in the band. So it was all these obstacles, you know. Anyway, so Pete said, I want you to do your thing over the top of the band, you know, so, because I love what you do and everything. He said, but because I'm not going to be there, I want you to play the rhythm parts as well. The Ox came in. He was the first one to come after their publicity tour of America. So the Ox came in. The loudest bass player in the world, but most softly spoken. <laughs> and then Roger came in. He's like stripped to the waist, right? Like my band. <laughs> then Pete came in, and it's like obvious that Pete was the boss. So we're in this huge room at Norman's Studios, which is made really small because we had screens up and they built a little um a little house for pete like with sound screens and windows and they put little speakers in our picture the queen and flowers and everything because he was going to play acoustic guitar to help save his tinnitus because he was in this little box you know what i mean so we're still not playing this we got horn section we got percussion he's got backing vocals we got the thing we got like and i've got paper all over the floor for all the songs so Pete comes in miserable as fuck you know like as he is and this minion comes comes down and goes uh, Pete would like everyone to play uh, the overture from, from Tommy so right so, like, everyone were looking looking down at the the, the, the paper you know playing and there comes this bit about four minutes in it's like the um it's like the intro for Pinball Wizard. Yeah. But in the different key, gee. So I thought, I know this bit's coming up. And I know what he's told me. 
they've given him a guitar and he's in this box with an acoustic guitar. I'm not actually looking at him because I'm too busy trying to figure out what's kind of... So it comes to this bit and there's a bang and there's nothing. <laughs> so I look across the room and he's like that with his arms folded and he's looking broken Rickenbackers at me. <laughs> uh, he's just staring at me. So of course I start playing. And the minute I start playing, kicks the screens over, gets the acoustic guitar, smashes it on the floor in bits, walks straight over and comes right up to me like this. At this point, I haven't got a friend in the room, you know, because no one, everyone's going. <laughs> and he goes, what the fuck are you doing, man? I said, what do you mean? He said, that's my fucking bit there. Leave me something to do, for Christ's sake. Right, so I thought, I'm not going to take this. So I pulled him gently by his lapel, suit lapels. I said, listen, you've been away, swanning around America doing publicity. I've been covering for you here. And that bit there, I've been covering for you because I know that's your bit. And I saw you got an acoustic guitar. So I assumed that you were going to do that bit. And you know what he said to me? He said, he said, listen, it's my band. I can do whatever the fuck I like. And walked <laughs> <laughs> so you know fun and games <laughs> but, you know, it was just uh, it was just, it was a mind boggling thing really, you know like 100,000 people every night and uh, it was great I couldn't believe it and I'll be back tomorrow with more on this day rock goodness so until then take care to achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.